Howdy friends, I am Link and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, and helping people become the most badass versions of themselves. I'm a former Division II athlete with a passion for making sure your fitness journey isn't a chore, but instead one of the best parts of your day. This podcast will be full of education and motivation so you can kick ass in the gym, kitchen, and your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show, and welcome back to day three of the 30 Days of Healthy Habits series that we have going on this week. So if you missed part one and part two, we have covered nutrition and we have covered fitness habits. There are 12 between those two episodes, so if you haven't already, go back and check those out. Take a listen to those so you can start implementing some of those into your life. Today in part three, we're going to go over mindset and mindfulness habits. And before you just pause, exit out, skip ahead, whatever, just listen, just hear me out. You need some mindfulness habits. You need to implement mindset habits and mindset routines because they are going to support you in all areas of life. They are going to support you on your fitness journey. They're going to support you when it comes to your nutrition. They're going to support you when it comes to your body image. They're going to support you in your day-to-day freaking life. Okay. I don't know about you, but for me personally, if I don't have my like peaceful moment of my day, I am a freaking bitch. Bitch with a capital B. I-T-C-H, all capital. Just capitalize the whole damn word, okay? I am a bitch if I don't have my mindfulness built into my day, okay? And sometimes it's two minutes long. Sometimes it's 30 minutes long. Sometimes it's an hour long. It really just depends on, one, the season of life that I'm in, and two, what I really need in that moment. Like, a Sunday morning, I can take nice and slow because I can. I don't really tend to have anything going on Sunday mornings other than a nice workout. So sometimes a Sunday morning will be nice and slow versus a Tuesday morning, maybe a little bit more intense or a Monday morning when I know I'm going to have a day full of check-ins and I'm going to be pouring so much of my energy into my clients and providing them with the feedback that they need heading into a new week. For Monday specifically, it is very important for me to take some time first thing in the morning to pour into myself and make sure that I'm prepared to go into those check-ins. Because I can tell you right now, the absolute last thing that I want, I love my clients. Like, I seriously love these girls. The last thing that I want is to not give them everything that I possibly have. Everything. Like, I care so much about their success that it is so important for me to first ground myself and make sure that I'm in a good headspace before diving into any of their check-ins. I will not give them check-ins. I've actually had clients where I'll be, uh, maybe I had a shit day or a shit weekend or whatever. And I've actually messaged them and I said like, hey, I'm really exhausted. I'm going to send you your check-in feedback tomorrow morning, first thing in the morning, because I know that's when I'm going to have maximal energy. And today I don't want to half-ass your feedback. So obviously that does not happen often, but that's what happens if I don't take the time to pour into myself and implement the mindset and mindfulness habits that I need in order to be the best coach, the best wife, the best mom that I can possibly be, okay? So please do not overlook your mindset or mindfulness habits. They are very, very important. They are just as important as the nutrition habits and the fitness habits that we've already talked about, okay? So 
we're going to dive in to number one, habit number one, journaling. I absolutely freaking love journaling. And I know it's not for everybody, but journaling has been proven time and time again to be super, super beneficial for everybody. Now, the thing with journaling, and this is something that I struggled with for so long. Like I always thought like journaling just doesn't work for me. Journaling just doesn't work for me. It does. I just had to find what strategy worked for me, right? There are different forms of journaling. I know people who are just like, you know, what is one goal for the day? What is one thing that I want to accomplish today? And an affirmation. I have other people who just write nothing but affirmations, the whole page. I know some people who just brain dump everything that's in their mind. Um, Me personally, I go through, so I use the Peacefully Productive uh, Journal, and that's by Hustle Sanely. But uh, I'm not like affiliated whatsoever. I just really, really love the product. But I use their journal, the Peacefully Productive Journal. And in that, it goes over gratitude. So like something I'm grateful for that day. I do a mental check. How am I feeling on a scale of one to five with my mindset? I look at the physical, you know, how am I feeling one to five? It has like little lines if I want to take any notes. So like maybe my physical is a three because I have my period and I have like really bad back pain, something like that. Um, And then it also has space for an affirmation to support me that day and a goal that I'm working towards that specific day or, or something that I'm doing to work towards a goal. And then it has like a blank or a aligned page where I can just like brain dump or put whatever I want. Sometimes I write on that page. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I use that as an opportunity to write down my goal for the day or just things that I would like to tackle. I still use a planner on top of that, but sometimes it's really just helpful for me to jot it down a second time. Um, And then it also has a page for the evening. So I technically journal twice a day. I journal once in the morning and once at night. And it literally takes me five minutes. Like if that, sometimes it takes me a minute to just kind of briefly run through everything. The evening one is the same thing, the mental and physical check, something that I am proud of that day, something I learned from the day. Uh, and then it has a lot like a spacer if there's anything I read, listened to, whatever that I don't want to forget. So that's another opportunity to write something down there as well. Um, but you can take journaling however you want to do it. For me, it works best if I have structure to it. So I like to have journal prompts. I like to have structure with my journaling, or I will literally sit there and stare at the blank page. And I'm like, what, what do I write? Like, what am I supposed to do here? Um, so if that's for you, you can literally just Google journal prompts for blank journal prompts for goal setting journal prompts for lowering stress journal prompts for positive affirmations or whatever you want to add, but you can literally Google journal prompts and run with it. You can also go to like a bookstore or maybe even Target and find a journal that has prompts in it. Amazon, another great great spot. You have all of these resources. Um, Some of them you have to pay for, some of them you do not. Um, But you can check that out. But I would definitely try journaling. And another form of journaling that you can also do that I have done in different seasons, again, different seasons of life, like I talked about in the other episodes, um, there were times in my life where I would be driving to work and I did not have time to journal. Um, I would be getting up like five o'clock in the morning, getting ready, and I was out the door by 6 a.m. So for me, sitting down and journaling was not part of my morning. It did not feel good for me. So sometimes what I would do is just pop up a voice note on my phone 
and just talk and just like brain dump everything out, maybe say some affirmations to myself. And it's all in the voice memo. I didn't have to listen 90% of the time, probably 99% of the time. I did not listen back. I literally just dumped it out, let it sit, and then went on with my day. I saved on that way. If I wanted to listen, I had the opportunity, but nine, I'm telling you 99, probably 99.9% of the time I did not listen to it back. Um, and another option is the notes app in our phones. You can literally pop that up or talk to Siri and kind of just, again, voice all of that out, whatever you want to say. And the Siri one is funny because, or like the voice to text one is funny because I feel like every time I talk, maybe it's just my accent, but Siri has no fucking clue what I'm saying. Like she puts the wrong shit down all of the time. Uh, so there's that. And even then, if you don't want to read it back, then it doesn't fucking matter if she writes the wrong thing. You can just throw it out there. And then if you want to go back and read it, you can. But nine chances out of 10, it's a jumbled mess, which is also comical to read sometimes. Um, But yeah, so take some time to journal, even if it's just a minute or two. Give yourself that opportunity to jot some things down. It'll be really, really beneficial. And I'm sure there's tons of apps where if you prefer to do things online instead of pen to paper... You can also probably download an app where you can do all of this. Or like I said, you can just jot it down in the notes app of your phone. Okay. So moving on to habit number two, affirmations and intentions. And no, I am not being woo-woo here. Now I have a little inner woo-woo, but I don't tap into her too often. I tap into her as needed. So this is something that is, I feel like getting more popular with the whole like, lucky girl syndrome. But in reality, affirmations and intentions can really be a a total game changer for just for how you show up in the world. Take anything like the manifestation side of it out um, of like, you know, whatever you think about is what becomes your reality. Like, I want you to just be positive. That's how I look at my affirmations and my intentions for the day. So if I'm getting up and I'm saying like affirmations, sometimes my affirmations is literally just be her. Her meaning the woman I want to become, my highest self, like just be her. And that's my affirmation. Other days, it's do you. Other days, it's, you know, I am powerful or I am strong or I can do really fucking hard things. It really just depends on what you're looking to accomplish that day. If I've had like two or three days of just like really tough, strenuous days, then sure, my affirmation is probably like, I'm an impressive person and I can do hard fucking things. Other days, maybe I had a rough day with Weston where maybe we didn't get a lot of sleep or he was grouchy and not feeling well. Then maybe my affirmation that day is I'm a great fucking mom and I do everything I can to make my baby happy. Like it really just depends what you're looking to accomplish. So the way I recommend approaching affirmations and intentions is finding one that works for you. So if you like to have a daily intention or affirmation and it changes for you on a daily basis, great. If you want to have a weekly one, great. Personally, I go with monthly affirmations and weekly and daily intentions. So my days tend to look a little bit different. Mondays, like I said, is all about Uh, client feedback day. So that's when I'm really pouring all of my energy into my girls and their check-in forms. So my affirmation that day may be, you know, I'm a great coach and everything I do is for my client's benefit or I'm changing lives, something like that. And then my intention is going to be to pour into them to the best of my ability, 
that's going to be my weekly and my daily intention that day. Um, Something like an affirmation, like my affirmation for the month of April is I welcome abundance into my life. Um, So every single day in my journal, I have written down, I welcome abundance into my life. Literally every single day so far this month, I welcome abundance into my life. Um, So that is my monthly affirmation. And then, like I said, my weekly and daily intentions may shift and they may change, but nine chances out of 10, every Monday, my intention is going to be to pour into my clients. Every Friday is going to be to pour into the back end of my business doing like CEO style stuff. Okay. Um, But really being intentional intentional with your affirmations and intentions, um, being conscious of these things and making sure that you're doing them to the best effort, not just throwing a random affirmation out there of like, Hey, you know, I am strong. Great. Like why take it a step deeper? Why are you strong? Or what can you do with this strength? Right. But affirmations can be super easy because again, you don't have to write them down. I do. You don't have to, you get to choose what works best for you and your lifestyle. So If that means writing down your affirmations and your intentions every single day, do it. If that means maybe just thinking about them and being like aware of them and just making a mental mental note, great, do that, okay? Do what works best for you. Habit number three is morning and evening routines. You need one. Build one. I don't care what it looks like, but have one. Okay, because even if it's something that's super simple of just like your your bedtime routine consists of you doing a skin, you have a skincare routine that you really, really love. You do your skincare and then you go to bed. That's fantastic because what's going to happen over time is those products that you're using for your bedtime routine is going to trigger something for you, for your body, for your mind that like, hey, it's bedtime. So over time, when we're aware of these things, these routines Go that step further and they really, really support us. One, they make us feel good heading into the next part of our day, but it's also a trigger, okay? So for me, my evening routine consists of my phone. I have two different like focus, do not disturb things that I turn on my phone. So it, and it does it automatically. Every day at 8 p.m., actually it might be 7, I think I bumped it up to like 7.30 or 7.45, 7.30 or 7.45, my phone goes into bedtime routine. So at that point, my phone gets dimmed. The only notifications I will get will be from immediate family. And I keep those on at all times. That way, if there's ever an emergency, they can contact me. Um, but at that point, all work notifications get turned off. All of that kind of stuff gets turned off. So I can allow my brain time to shut down. I do go to bed fairly early. Leave me alone. I have a five-month-old, okay? But... So at 7.30, 7.45, my phone will go into my bedtime routine. After that, that's my like cue of, okay, it's time to start getting ready for bed. So I will go fill up my water jug. Maybe I will pre-log some food for the next day if I haven't done that already. Because personally, I love to wake up and have my macros already hit. I just have to follow the plan and eat the food. That's just what works for me. That's what I enjoy to do. So that's what I add as part of my routine from there. I lay out my clothes for the next day. If I haven't already, I will lay out what I'm wearing for the day, but I'll also like lay out my workout clothes. If that's not the same outfit, like today I'm already wearing my workout clothes and I'm going to go work out next. But anywho, after I lay out my clothes, I do like a quick kind of tidy, make sure that things are organized because nobody wants to wake up to chaos. And then from there, I will go into the bathroom 
I wash my face. I do my whole skincare routine. I put lotion on. And my skincare routine, I have a product in there that is a night cream. So I literally only use it before bed. And I'm telling you, the minute I have that, like, I pull that product out and I'm either putting it on my face or just like smell it, my body's like, oh, bedtime. It's time to go to sleep. Okay. So that's another huge benefit. Another one that I used to do was reading. I have not read as much at night. I've been really enjoying it as part of my morning routine before I start the day. So I've been really just going, doing my skincare routine and then climbing in bed from there. And that's my PM routine. And that is what gets me ready for bed. It does not take me long. And it's something I don't even, I literally don't even have to think about it. I could probably just close my eyes and walk around and just get it done um, and go from there. Same thing with my morning routine. Now, like I said, I have a five-month-old. So I have since adjusted what my morning routine looks like in order to set myself up for success each day. So for me, that looks like getting up at 5 a.m. He typically gets up around 6. So I like to have that first hour of my day to get up, eat breakfast, get changed, put some makeup on, maybe do my hair. And then while I'm eating breakfast, I will grab my book. I will read while I eat breakfast. Um, I also journal first thing in the morning, like I said. So that is kind of my morning routine. It does not have a set structure. Like some days I journal first, some days I journal last, some days I forget to journal and then it's like 8 a.m. And I'm like, oh my God, let me journal quick. Um, So having like flexibility with my morning routine, but those things put me in such a great headspace to tackle the day. Such a great headspace. So find what works for you. I highly encourage you put an end to the days of just waking up and running out the door. And if that is you because you like to sleep until last possible second, that's fine. But have something on your car ride. Like if you have like a 10, 20, 30 minute commute, use that time wisely. Use that time to say some affirmations to yourself or to do the voice journaling or listen to a really good podcast like this one. Listen to a podcast that you enjoy, right? Find something that is part of your morning routine that gets you in the mindset for a successful day, okay? So whatever that looks like for you, find what fits and run with it, okay? So like I said, we're going to go over some different mindset and mindfulness habits. Obviously, that's number three, but you can pull from these other six and implement them into your morning or evening routine, okay? Next, number four, this one is slept on. I want you to tidy your space because a tidy space is a tidy mind. Nobody likes a clusterfuck. Nobody likes a clusterfuck. And if you're sitting here telling me, oh, I love the clusterfuck life, you're lying. Nobody likes that. Everybody likes clean and just like organized and just a vibe, right? And clean and organized looks different for everybody. I'm not saying you need to be able to lick your floors, but because I sure as hell can't. But you need to have some sort of space that brings peace, okay? And the easiest way to go about that is to just declutter or clean up a little bit. Maybe that just means like grabbing a little Swiffer duster and just quick dusting your TV stand. And that's your your little thing for the morning. Um, I have a, a Dyson vacuum now. I just upgraded my, my vacuum to a Dyson, a cordless Dyson, and she is wonderful. That is my new hobby. So I will vacuum just like a quick run through around the house. And that's a quick little tidy space that makes me feel good. Another one that is, I guess, part of, I wouldn't call it my PM routine, but it's more of like my after work routine. This is something I'm newly like 
working on and focusing on because I have a hard time shutting down um, my work day. I will, I love what I do. So I will literally continue to work until bedtime if I don't. So something I'm doing is having an alarm where it's like, hey, that's my cutoff time. It's time to either go to the gym or start cooking dinner. So when I log off of work, I'm going to light a candle and I'm going to clean my desk every single day. Whether that means grabbing a little Swiffer duster and I'm going to dust my desk off or I'm going to wipe it down with like a, like a spray and wipe, that kind of stuff. Um, I will put away like my planner and my journal. That way it's, I know where it's at the next morning. I don't even have to think about it. But for me, a tidy space brings so much freaking peace. If you have a pet, pick up the dog's toys, have a nice little bin where you just put the toys away. I know it's a pain in the ass because they constantly pull it right back out. But for that quick little, even if it's just five minutes, you'll have peace of knowing like, okay, I accomplished that. Make your fucking bed. That is a great one. I love making the bed. I don't love the process of it, but I love how I feel after my bed is made, right? So a super easy way to kind of approach this is to set a timer on your phone and accomplish as much as you can, whether that is five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it looks like for you, even if it's just two minutes, set a timer for two to five to 10 minutes and accomplish as much as you possibly can in that time frame. And that's a big, big checkbox, okay? It feels so good. I do this all the time and it feels so freaking good. Um, sometimes I don't even set the timer. I just tell myself like, okay, I'm gonna grab my vacuum and I'm just gonna vacuum around for however long I need to. And then I'll put it away and I'll be done for the day. That'll be my tidiness, my tidy time for the day, okay? So add some tidy time, clean up your space and make it feel really, really comfortable, nice and cozy, light a nice candle, mm. We love that. It is so good for your mental health to have a clean space. And moving on to habit number five, fresh air daily. And if you haven't already, after you listen to this, go back and listen to the episode, couple back with my girl, Sierra. She is like the queen of getting outside. She is literally like a plant. She thrives in the sunshine. Um, She's just incredible, but fresh air daily. And I know she will preach on this and she just wants the sunshine hitting your skin. Um, but fresh air is so good for us mentally. Okay. Get outside, get some fresh freaking air, please. And if maybe it's like you work a job, maybe you're a night shift nurse. So most of the time when you are, when it's daytime, you're sleeping. That's okay. You can still get some fresh air. Um, if it's not too, too cold, I recommend getting some fresh air by putting the windows down on your commute to work. Maybe that means going outside like five minutes before you're about to leave for work and just sitting outside for a couple minutes, waiting for your car to warm up and then going and getting in the car. But please, please, please get some fresh air daily. This is one of my big habits for the month of April, especially now with warmer weather. Um, but the baby, he loves to get outside. So that's been really, really helpful for me as well as like, he is just so freaking happy if he's outside. So we go outside for 10 minutes every single day, whether that just means we go outside and we pace the driveway for 10 minutes, or we go outside and we just kind of sit in our, like I'll hold him on my lap as we sit in the chair. Um, or we take Dolly for a walk, that kind of stuff, but get outside and get some fresh air for your body every single day. I'm telling you, it is so good. How do you like think about it? You have the winter months and it's dark and it's cold and we're like, nah, we don't love that. 
But then as soon as that weather breaks come like March, April, May, and we get those nice, like, I know here it's supposed to be like 80 degrees this week. If we get that weather, uh, suddenly our mood, we're so much happier. We have so much more energy. We're feeling good. Sunshine and fresh air is like the holy freaking grail. Okay. Get some, get some fresh air, get some sunshine. It is so freaking good for us in so many levels. Like that is an overall health hack, but your body needs some sunshine. It needs some fresh air. So be a little plant, get your ass on the ground and just bask in the sunshine and the fresh air. I get it. Some days it's going to be rainy. You're not going to have as much sunshine. You can still get fresh air on the rainy days. Go stand under an umbrella or some sort of cover and enjoy some fresh air. Okay. Sometimes like the rainy days, like the smell of like, you know, when you smell rain is coming, enjoy that. Okay. Get outside, get some fresh air. And then finally, number six, which is arguably one of my favorite out of the entire 30. And if you are my client, you know, this is facts. Celebrate your freaking wins. Celebrate the big ones. Celebrate the small ones. Celebrate the physical weight loss. Celebrate the muscle gains. Celebrate the habits that you've stuck to. Celebrate your overall adherence for your nutrition or the fact that you stepped outside of your comfort zone and tried a new meal or you pushed yourself in the gym or you did that scary freaking thing and you took a form video while you were in the gym. Step outside of your comfort zone. Celebrate the shit out of every single win. Celebrate every one of them. This is my favorite. I love to celebrate wins. I am that person that will literally like, even if something doesn't necessarily go my way, I'm like, but I did this. Like one of my goals for my last check-in with my coach was to get to bed at 8.30, which I know I go to bed early, but I was like really struggling to get to that 8.30 bedtime just because I, I felt like I had more stuff to get done. And like the baby was already asleep and I knew he'd get somewhere early and I could try to get up ahead of him. Um, so I was trying to hit my 8.30 bedtime. Well, I didn't hit it as often as I would have liked, but I did hit it three times. So I was like, well, you know, I didn't hit my 8.30 bedtime every night, but I did hit it three times. And that's a freaking win because I hit it more than I had the previous week. Okay. So if you have something like a water goal, you're working to add 100 fluid ounces of water every single day. And while this may seem like a super small goal in the grand scheme of things, that fluid ounce or that water goal is really going to make a huge difference on your journey. So if you were to say like, you know, I hit my water goal three times this week, but last week I only hit it once. So like, that's a huge win. You literally tripled the number of times you hit your goal. That's amazing, right? That's like saying like, oh, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds, but I only lost 15. No, fuck yeah, you'd celebrate the shit out of those 15 pounds. Like, I don't care if the win is big. I don't care if the win is small. You need to celebrate everything. And there's going to be weeks where you're like, I feel like I just don't have any wins. Like it was a really hard week. There are still things to pull from that. For example, if you feel like you had a really, really shitty week and you're like, oh, I'm just, I don't have any wins this week. Like, why am I, I can't think of anything. The fact that you're taking time to sit and reflect on how your week went and you're trying to find a win, in my opinion, is a win because you're trying to look for a positive that came out of a really, really tough week. There's always things that we can learn from those tough weeks. So if you're continuing to show up through those tough weeks, hello, we got a win there, baby. We love that. 
Okay. So please start celebrating your wins, big, small, and everything in between. Okay. So to recap our six mindset and mindfulness habits, we have number one, journaling, stop hating on it, stop sleeping on it, get yourself a journal or start doing some voice memo journals, but I'm telling you it will help. Number two, affirmations and intentions. You can set them monthly, weekly, daily, all of the above, whatever works best for you. Number three, morning and evening routines. Please have one. And if you don't have one already, you you don't think you have one already, you probably do. You have something that you tend to do on a daily basis before or like before bed or when you wake up, you have something, um, but really hone in on them and make sure it's supporting your goals and your current lifestyle. Number four, have a tidy space. We all love a clean space. Number five, get some fresh air every single day. Bonus points if you can get some sunshine in as well. And number six, celebrate your wins, big, small, and everything in between. All right. So that's all I have for day three of our 30 days of healthy habits. As always, if you have any questions, shoot me a DM over on Instagram underscore link fitness, and I will see you back here tomorrow for part four. We're going over biofeedback habits.